everyone, welcome to the Swap Moto Live Show presented by Ogeo Power Sports and Yamaha. I'm joined by my longtime buddy, Will Hahn, who is now team trainer for the Troy Lee Designs Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing Team. So it's so weird. It's like the only person that's ever changed teams mid-season that I remember was James Stewart. <laughs> so you and James Stewart are like in good company. I mean, if I can be in company with James at any point in my career or life, then I'm, I'm pretty happy, I guess. Okay, so uh, tell me about your new role and, and how did this come about and why the mid-season thing? Um, just, I mean, the timing of it wasn't good. I mean, I obviously had to tell the guys in Supercross that it wasn't going to make the travel or the move to Florida. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously decided to stay here. You got family here and we obviously want to have kids soon. So, um, you know, her mom and dad are, are nearby to us. My, her dad's my neighbor. So it all kind of makes sense as far as that goes. And obviously I, I did want to stay here. I mean, we got everything that I want. We got beach and mountains and all kinds of stuff within an hour. So it's pretty nice. Um, yeah. And I think just you know, as the timing was right, obviously Seth came in and, and learned pretty quick and it was time for me to kind of, you know, um, start on my new chapter here, mm -hmm. uh, even though it's tough and obviously mid-season is never a good look and it's not something I wanted to do. And I didn't want to be negative towards uh, the star guys at all because obviously, you know, the last five years of my life, they treated me really, really good and, and um, gave me an opportunity post-racing that I think is very hard to come by mm -hmm. and didn't want to take that for granted either. Um, but yeah, it's just the transition and then how this came about, obviously Justin and I have been friends for a long time and, um, he wanted me to come be on his, in his corner, you know, and then, uh, uh honestly, Tyler's tried to, uh, he's wanted to hire me every year since I've been done racing as well. Um, and depending on the role and the timing and everything like that, this was the, the right thing to do. And it, I'm lucky it turned into being a team thing and, mm -hmm. um, extremely grateful for it. Yeah. Okay. So the star team advisory Carmichael's ranch decides to move to Florida like how long ago was that decision made and was the decision made just boom by like Bobby or was it a, everyone decided it uh, I mean I think from the team standpoint and everything like that to, to build it into having an infrastructure like that and own the building I mean obviously everyone knows out here that if you can get a rental it's really expensive and like I said if because there's no, you know, everything's vacant. You know, there's not, everyone's got their leases tied up and long-term people are there and they're not gonna leave because probably the price is right, et cetera. Um, I can't remember the time frame when this all started happening. Sometime last season, I'm imagining if I remember right, but I mean, from the team standpoint, it's a 100% makes sense. Mm -hmm. Be on the East Coast, where like everyone seems to think, you know, being on the East is better for training and travel and all that. Do you agree? Because like you were a racer at that point. Did you go back east? Uh, yeah, I mean, I did. I did a few times. Like obviously when, you know, my parents, my brother lived in Texas, I would go back there for the summer um, for the heat. And then the tracks are a little bit better and stuff like that. Uh, I've gone to Florida. I've uh, stayed in Louisiana slash Mississippi at Kevin's on the East Coast swings. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, it's got its ups and downs. It's like anything, right? Like here, there's a lot of good and there's some bad. And over there, there's a lot of good and there's some bad too. You know, sometimes it's um, it's really hard to escape the humidity too, mm -hmm. not be sweating all day long. So part of that's gonna be a little bit tough, I'm sure. But at the same time, like I said, these guys, I mean, look at their, their resume. So I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure they're gonna figure it out quickly. Yeah, okay, so your move or your stay was motivated by your fiance? 
mostly you think or like um, you know because you're going to get married you're going to start a family all that i would say yeah that was that was part of it but it wasn't the deciding factor i mean we sat down on the couch and made this decision you know collectively yeah um and we just looked at each other and like we both really honestly in our hearts wanted to stay here like yeah i'm not from here she is but i've built a life here like it or not regardless of how i feel about anything here uh, i do have a life here you know i have mm -hmm. a rental house here a minifee um, so it's like I still have a lot of stuff here that I built myself into and obviously a lot of friends too so yeah. to start over at this point um, to me didn't I just I couldn't make sense of it okay so you were at star you were post racing your assistant team manager for several years and then you stepped into the team manager role um, how much did your job change when you became the team manager or had you been doing all the same stuff? Anyway? I wouldn't say it really changed dramatically. I think it was more so like Brad had honestly taught me enough by then to understand how to handle it and not have to ask 15 questions on everything. You know, yeah. as I, you know, he was basically was under his wing for multiple years and he showed me like how to handle situations and how to understand it. And um, I don't, it didn't really change dramatically now. Mm -hmm. So the travel, you know, I mean, you traveled for years as a racer, right? Traveling as a team manager, was it more stressful, the same, or, or less? Uh, probably more, I mean, uh, than racing for sure. I mean, I didn't really do that many full seasons, to be honest with you. So uh, I didn't really, I mean, my first, or my only full season as a professional was my first season in 2008. So other than that, uh, until I retired, I didn't, wasn't doing full seasons very often. So mm -hmm. um, to me, I still enjoy it. I mean, do I like being gone from the dog and, uh, you know, my fiance? No, mm -hmm. not really. But... Um, I still enjoy it. I enjoy seeing the new cities, trying to find a new restaurant that's not a chain, um, different coffees and stuff like that. Uh, I still enjoy it for sure. I mean, granted, there's some times during the year where you're like, man, I just want to be home for a weekend, but mm. that's with anything. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about the fiance, dude. It's like, she's your neighbor's daughter. Yes. So, you know, you're mowing the lawn and like, oh, hey, hi. <laughs> no. Um, so she lives with, uh, she lived at the time with her mom, um, but it was, I think it was Christmas Eve, Christmas, night after Christmas, something like that. I can't remember the exact day, which probably should. Um, her dad invited me over like, hey, come have a beer. It's Christmas or Christmas time or however it was worded. And I'm like, nah, you know, it's, it's all good. We're good. And you know, he's like, no, I'll get over here. So uh, we went over there and uh, we're hanging out by the fire and I had never met her and introduced mm -hmm. us and um, thought she was really cute. Um, funny and everything like that so I was like well um, try to shoot my shot here and throw it out there and ended up uh, somehow working and then asking for his permission because I mean we were hanging out quite a bit on the weekends and stuff he'd be in the garage and mm -hmm. um, yeah her dad rides and everything like that so I got to know him really well first so it was more like out of respect for him I wanted to make sure he was okay with it and yeah he was and next thing you know yeah now we're getting married at the end of the year so it was like an old-fashioned meet somebody in person was yeah there's no dms no apps no swiping right or left yeah it was it was one of those deals where you're like you know everyone always told me like when you least expect it it's when it's going to happen and it it totally happened like that Yeah, because you've been walking around grocery stores for years right and yeah like please like maybe give me cpr or something like i don't know but yeah it just it worked out so organically that it was uh it's pretty crazy yeah okay so then you know you told me when you're going to propose right and i'm like dude let me know. I'll come hide in the bushes with my big camera and everything. And you just got too anxious, right? I was so, so nervous, dude. And <laughs> like 
what ring? How? What ring do you... Well, you can't ask her what she likes because then it gives it away. I wanted to really surprise her. I didn't want her to know what I was doing. And, you know, then I ask opinions, but then you got 18 opinions and they're all different. And then you're more confused. And it was just like, all right, I'm going to get what I want. And because I kept trying to tell myself, I do whatever you get. It's it's a gift. Like she's going to love it no matter what, because it's from you. So eventually I just was like, all right, get what you want. Got it. Um, And then the night you know, I was doing it. My mom was out here and uh, my mom and her mom, we went to dinner uh, together to, you know, I wanted the, my mom and her mom to meet. Uh, we were having this nice dinner and I had the ring in my pocket and she never touches my leg at dinner. And the whole time I'm like, she's like touching my leg and I'm swatting like, stop, what are you doing? Like, stop. Cause I was like, surely if I put it in the pocket, she never puts her hand there. It's totally safe. And I was like the whole time, I'm like, dude, like, go oh, stop, please stop. But yeah, luckily got it handled and, um, yeah, I was nervous. I think I put it on the wrong finger, if I remember right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not that good well, at that. Well, you sent me the picture. It's like a, somebody's iPhone picture or something, right? Yeah, my mom. Dude, I was at your disposal. You too, I know, but I was like, <laughs> one of those things where I was like, let's just do it. Let's Were you just... nervous that she was going to say no? Or did you know? Uh, I wasn't until uh, Wyndham told me that he was there for me when she says no. And then I, and I even thought about it. And I was like, oh, shit, Amy, what if she does say no? Oh, yeah. I just can't believe Wuhan's getting married. I know, it's shocking to everybody. You know, and that, I thought it was a hoax, right? Like, you know, I don't know. And then I met her at one of my small motor race series events, and I'm like, oh, wow. You like the picture I sent you? No. <laughs> no. Nice. Okay, so the wedding, I'm sure, is coming up. Yep. Soon. Um, it's like a weekday, right? Yeah, it's on a Monday. Yeah. You're so welcome like, for time off for everybody that's coming. Like, yeah, everyone's no, bitching right? about Monday, but it's like, dude, you get out of work. It's okay. Yeah, it's funny because I was like, always like, man, if I ever got married again, I get married on weekdays so I don't ruin anyone's weekend. Right? Well, that and it's, well, and with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's finding a venue and then also getting a venue date is like pretty impossible. Yeah. Dude, that save the date picture, you look really young when you clean up. Yeah, dude, if I shave, it's like straight back to junior high. Like it's, I don't know, I, I was all excited. I think, I think it was Redbud. I went and got a straight razor in Old Town uh, Temecula and I, I got out of the truck and a haircut. Can't do both at once. I remember that now, I'll write that down, keep that in the logbook because if you do both at once, short hair and a, like a fresh shave like that, it's a- uh, Different person. It's sort of like being 12 all over again. Nice. Except for just have my braces now, which that's a plus. Yeah, the braces are off. Yeah. Right? yeah. Cool. Never again. All right, well, we're gonna take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be back for more with Wilhan.
Hey guys, welcome back to the Swap Moto Live Show presented by OGO Power Sports and Yamaha. Uh, here with Will Hahn, who's about to tie the knot. Um, okay, so you're, you're gonna get married. You have this new role as team trainer. What does the team training involve? Are you responsible right now for Justin Barsha, Pierce Brown, and Michael Moseman? Yes. And that's just on the bike? Because obviously you have a lot of riding knowledge to share. Yeah. But it's on the bike and off the bike? Correct. Nutrition, everything? Yeah, kind of a little bit of everything. Um, and like I said, I'm learning as I go too. And I think these guys are, they understand that, including the riders. Um, that I've never, I mean, I trained my whole career, obviously, mm -hmm. um, but never trained anybody myself. So uh, it's exciting, it's a challenge for sure. And I'm, like I said, I'm learning as I go, and I, but I kind of know the do's and don'ts from when I was racing, but also it's like, hey, there's evolution, right? So like for me, the biggest thing that I'm trying to do is to not be close-minded. Um, as things change, you gotta adapt to situations or they're testing or they're riding. There's, there's just certain days that yeah, you want to switch the program and, and there's times for that but there's also times to you know have some wiggle room here and there um, and then obviously trying to get my gym all set up and stuff like that and um, go from there so is it the Wilhelm powerhouse gym in your garage yep so they're coming to your house to work out yep so is the garage just strictly a gym or is do you park cars in their bikes no nah, I won't have anything in there uh, I still have a couple bikes right now um, cars now both my truck doesn't fit and uh, Taylor's vehicle doesn't fit either. So mm -hmm. um, for me, it's gonna be more so like make it legit. So is there a benefit to doing it at your house rather than going to say the W or something? Uh, for me, I, I like the fact that I can clean it. I can kind of keep my eye on everything mm -hmm. uh, and not so much even, not so much coronavirus stuff like that, but it's just the, as the year progresses and stuff like that, you know, or boot camp where everyone's tired and it's kind of the winter months of like, sickness is going around i think the more we can isolate ourselves away not have to wait on machines there's kind of everything and like we don't need everything that's at a gym we need the specific items and uh go from there i think we can be productive easier uh like that in that setting mm -hmm. except for days like today where it's really you know, it's hot. pretty toasty you have so. air conditioner in there no no so it's it's sweat it's, sweat it's a sweatshop yeah. yeah so do the three guys come at the same time yeah, that'll change. I mean, right now when we're in the, like I said, in this four race swing and then we take a couple break, couple week break and then we do five in a row. Um, yeah, we can get away with that. But I think um, come off season and stuff like that, it'll be more some like one-on-one -on -one and, and keeping an eye on it. Okay. Is it any coincidence that you are team trainer for, you know, a few weeks? Moseman gets his first podium. Barsha gets his first win. I mean, um, I would I would love to take the credit there, but no, it's it just comes from I think, um, obviously they're believing in everything they're doing right now, but the team's working their ass off right now to get them comfy as well. Uh, we're all just I think it's more so the whole team coming together and we're all going for the same goal. Mm -hmm. um, the guys are riding really well right now. I mean, I'd love to say it's me, but I didn't twist the throttle. Yeah. Like these these guys are still doing all the work, so. Uh, I think it's just a collaboration of all of us together, pushing them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, as team trainer, are you doing anything on the bike? Have you ridden a gas gas yet? No. Okay, so you won't be enlisted to help test or? No, and, and just to be honest, like I, I don't, I don't really have that ambition anymore. Like I don't yeah. really want to ride I that mean, much. You had to do that a lot at Star, right? Yeah, and that was, and I, and I, and I loved it. Testing for all 14 guys? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and I, and I loved it. Like, and I still was riding a lot then. But now that I've I've kind of taken a break now that even though my last couple months there we didn't I didn't really ride very much. Mm -hmm. um, and now that I've kind of backed away from it, 
I'm honestly enjoying it. Um, not having to go ride. Like, trust me, I, I still love riding. I want to go ride, but like me go ride on my own. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. Not having to think too much. Like just go ride naturally. Um, I still would love to go do that. Love to get a bike and go do that for fun. But no, as far as testing, like you got to be so sharp um, and you got to be pretty, you still got to go fast. Mm -hmm. Like right now I want to go ride. I don't want to worry about am I hitting the bumps fast enough or can I even feel it, you know, yeah. or feel the change or anything like that. Like anymore, like if I want to go ride, I want to go ride and have some fun. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, gas, gas, 250, 450, they have a 350 now, a 125, and a 252 What is? What do you choose to ride for fun? Uh, I think I get a 125. Really? Yeah, I think, I just, I really enjoy riding them because you can ride, like I can, you know, at least go ride super hard and not be dangerous in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like for me, if I go get on a 450 now and I want to ride hard, they're too damn fast. Like if yeah. you don't ride enough. Um, you know, if you're if you're sharp and everything's good like that, yeah, of course I'd rather ride a 450. It's faster, the jumps are easy, everything like that's nice. But for me, I want to at least sound like I'm going fast. But if I'm only going 20 down a straightaway, that's fine with me. Yeah. You know. Well, dude, we filmed the uh, premix video, and was that uh, what truck was that in Texas? Oak Hill. Oak Hill on the CR125. Yeah. Know? That was so awesome because you sounded like you were. 200% effort, right? Yeah, and I feel like I was going, it sounded like you're going 100 miles an hour, but you're literally going 10 through a corner. Yeah, but still, you rode that thing really well. I was sharp then, though. Yeah, sharp <laughs> But, uh, okay, so uh, talk about the guys. Like, Justin, were you, you were teammates with him on Geico there, right? Yeah, I think three that, or four years. Okay, so is that where the relationship was started? Yeah, I mean, obviously, he was, he was young. I mean, I was the old guy on the team. I think I was 21, but... Yeah. Um, he was a young guy coming in, um, so much energy, obviously not a lot of filter. Everyone knows that with mm -hmm. him and, um, the entertainment value, but his, his determination and, and like how motivated he is, like, you don't have to doubt that that kid is giving everything he has. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what he's doing. If it's the bicycle, the gym, the dirt bike, I mean, anything with you, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's a, you know, he wants to, wants to win. Yeah. Um, and I, so we always got along um, through our career. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's taken me out a few times, but I think he's done that to everybody. And, and that's what I love about him. Like, he doesn't hide from it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he's, it's been a breath of fresh air, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so Justin's like one of those guys that's like super fit, I would think, right? He's so into cycling yep. and all that. I mean, is there much to teach him fitness-wise or... No, I, I think for him, I mean, he's, I think he's done it and tried it all. I think mm -hmm. he's at that point in his career. I think more right now is just assuring them, him that this is the right stuff. It's okay to do less today. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay. We've got four races in a row. Like this is enough. Or like him and I talking, like, you know, he might tell me like, Hey, that might be a little too much. <clears throat> and like I said, I'm here to listen. Like he knows his body better than I do. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, learning that, obviously, it's exciting. And then also, like I said, you don't have to worry about him. He's, I think he's turned over every stone he can as far as that goes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Michael Moseman. I mean, he's a super funny guy, right? Oh, totally. The facts of the day and everything. But. Oh, yeah. He's got, he's got a response for everything. He's entertained. This is actually like the first week we've been together. He's been in Florida um, and stuff like that. But being out here, still getting to know him great personality i mean he's got like you said a lot of a lot of facts he's very smart a very intelligent kid reads a lot of books i love all that about him um and it's he rides so effortlessly but yet if you I mean if you were watching it you'd be like mm, you know not that impressed but you get it on a stopwatch and it's like wow man this kid's he's legit 
Mm -hmm. What about uh, him? Is there much to teach him, get his fitness better? Uh, I think as we learn more and more, yeah, there's always room for improvement. And whether that's more base in the off season or structuring the weeks more correctly. However, I think it's, it's gotta be more uniform to that guy, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think we gotta be a little bit more open-minded and um, this guy, what works for that guy and this guy might not work for this guy. So it's, it's kind of tying that all together. Um, but then also just having the three of him, three of them together out here, pushing each other is awesome. Mm -hmm. the, the vibe around the truck's awesome. We're having fun, but yet still working hard. Um, but yeah, there's always room to teach. I mean, even as good as he is on a dirt bike, which was better than I ever was as far as technique and everything like that, mm -hmm. there's still stuff to learn and stuff to work on and, and, and break habits. Cool. We have one more commercial break. We're back to talk about Pierce then, right? See you guys in a bit. on hold but now is the perfect time to prepare for their return amsoil has your back with fast free shipping and ordering has never been easier just look up your vehicle select your product add an oil change to your cart and check out spend $50 on amsoil products and shipping is on us order now at amsoil.com Everyone, welcome back to the Swap Motor Live Show presented by OGO Power Sports and Yamaha. Here with Will Hahn, and we're going through the guys. And uh, what about Pierce Brown? I mean, he's a, one of the new up-and-coming kids. I just got to know him, and super cool kid. No, awesome. Uh, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's uh, a lot to learn. He's the young kid. I mean, we've all, most of us have been there. You get dropped in California or whatever at a young age, and um, expected to kind of basically be an adult in a hurry. Uh, yeah. And so. He's learning as he goes, but I think he's got so much untapped potential that we all haven't really seen yet. And I can see it during the week. I can see the determination, and like you can see it in his eyes. I mean, you can you can read that, and 
about anybody that really wants it. You can see it when they come off the track that even though they ran a good lap, it wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. um, so I love seeing that. I love being around him. Like I said, he, he makes me kind of feel young again because he's young enough that like, I don't know all the slangs and stuff like that. So he's teaching <laughs> me as we go. And um, like I said, keeping me young and, and uh, happy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, like how old are you now? 31, but I feel like I'm like 81 when I'm hanging out with like yeah, younger but, kids. But like, seriously, I think that because we're working in motocross, it keeps us like young personality type, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah, definitely like Pierce is here. He's like this kid. Yeah. I'm like old guy, but still it's fun to me that I can relate to someone like that still. And like with my kids and stuff, I'm not the old dad that their other friends have, right? Right. No, and, and trying to be like that, but then I'm like, a couple of times you hear someone say something, I'm like, what, what does that mean? What does it even mean? Like, or they're acronyms, right? It's like, yeah. What then is I'm that? like, I'm scared to ask him because I'm like, I don't want to think, well, Will's a nerd. I don't even know what that means, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, damn, like, I don't know. I just, just kind of roll with it. <laughs> okay, so I've seen you uh, cycling with the guys a lot and everything, and uh, you know, through our long friendship, we've always talked about we've ridden mountain bikes together a couple times and everything, but. You've always been an exceptional cross-country mountain bike racer, high-level guy, right? And so last night was the over-the-hump season opener, and you came home with a big W, Will for W. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's always something that I've, I mean, I, I've loved it. Um, and I'm lucky, like, how I was kind of brought through and, and how I was, I guess, my training based um, when I was racing. And, being around Sandy and Robert Ager and Ryan Fedoro, like they really got me kind of hooked on that and I've always loved it. And mm -hmm. uh, even the last five years before this gig, like I still wake up early and go on rides and just enjoy it. Kind of gives me that escape of being able to turn the brain off for at least an hour a day. And I think you get some sanity out of the, just the overall workout, even if it's light. Um, but no, I, I love it. And I'm lucky that I still have a lot of sponsors from when I was racing, well, you know, mm -hmm. between Specialized and Bag House and Rock and Road and you got Shimano and Fox and now Rental and stuff like that. Like it's, it's crazy, man. Like the, the overall support I still get from this and to be a, you know, local warrior um, is uh, is really really cool. Um, and and uh, we're lucky we have races like over the hump that's so close mm -hmm. uh, in Orange County. And then you got Slasher has all his series down in San Diego. So we have this like awesome racing group with two separate, I guess, competitions because most of the San Diego people stay down there. Most of the OC yeah. people stay down here. Um, but between the two, like, it's awesome because I think the guys see me still digging and stuff like that where they respect the fact that I'm still in it and I still want to be fit. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we're going to have some off-season rides here pretty soon that I, I can't be the one that's complaining. So um, <laughs> I got to get ready for it. Lead by example, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I saw, like, on Justin Barsha's story, he's filming you racing. Did he not race? No. Is he just a moral support for you? No, he was like, hey, I'm coming out. And I'm like, no, dude, it's too hot. Like, you need to stay. We, got to, we had a ride today and stuff. But he wanted to be there. I mean, he's my coach. <clears throat> we switched roles. He's, like, about to mix me bottles. He's got me all ready to rip. So, yeah, he's filming me, cheering me on, yelling, go faster. Yeah. And, um, no, it was really, really cool and flattering to have him out there last night because, obviously, he's going to get ripped to shreds because most of the people out there are dirt bike fans. And yeah. um, pretty hard not to recognize JB anywhere he goes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. So if JB was on the line with you, who wins? I don't know. I don't know well enough yet. I mean, the kid can, he can suffer about like anybody I've ever seen. I mean, if you watch Moto1 last week, he can, he, yeah. can, uh, he can dig deep. So um, I don't know. One of these days we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. One time at Over the Hump, I'm riding, <laughs> dying, right? Tongue out. And I go across that bridge in the infield and 
Ken Roxon's like, go oh, Don. Is that Roxon? This is the whole <laughs> half the next lap. Was that Kenny? So, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. crazy who you see at these races, right? No, and it's mm. awesome. I love that people, I mean, the atmosphere of that overall, I mean, there's a taco truck, there's an acai bowl truck, there's, I mean, there's beer, like there's water, there's all these options out there. And I mean, there's so many like PNG, there are all these people out there plugging their stuff. And mm -hmm. it's honestly a good time for the family and to see probably, I would say a thousand people out there last night enjoying yeah. that and enjoying bikes and being outside. I think it's great. Yeah. Okay, so you were back with Troy Lee, you know, the Troy Lee brand. Uh, you raced for that team for many years. Have you had much of a chance to interact with Troy yet? Or is he I haven't, been I think he's been gone, um, but <clears throat> I talked to him at one of the last Supercrosses and stuff like that. And um, <clears throat> obviously being around him and, you know, he hasn't changed a bit since I've been there. I mean, it's 11 years ago now. Um, but like I said, just the overall atmosphere is exactly how I remembered it. It's fun and we still work hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, looking back on your career, oh, we, you were on a show before and we touched on all that, but like, what was like the one career highlight that stands out to you? Um, it's a little tough. I mean, I think my, honestly, it's my first podium in Supercross because you're bouncing between the self-doubt and this, you know, I, I want to achieve, but can I achieve? Like, I'm always, I was always stuck between that, like, if I just get one podium, what could it change? Or just the fact of, I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy because, you know, I think at the time second place was, I mean, it's basically my salary. So it was like, well, how awesome would that be? That's awesome, I could pay a credit mm -hmm. card off, that'd be cool. And I achieved it that night and then I, I, I finally clicked in my brain that I, I can be a podium guy. Mm -hmm. And even at that point, I didn't know about maybe winning a championship, did I want to? Of course I did, but I was like, still unsure of like, can I win? Um, but then it was like the next podium was easier then the next one was easier and it was like it started trickling down like it was totally self-belief and basically quit self-sabotaging myself yeah it wasn't the answer I was looking for dude what I thought you were gonna say the Transworld slam and getting that cover well <laughs> no honestly Jeez. the cover where we did the the cowboy shoot was oh, my favorite was, one yeah that one was awesome you know what's funniest about that shoot is like what we talked about doing it and I thought oh there's that barn at Milestone and I went to this western wear place and bought boots Wranglers did you have a belt with a big buckle no we used the Transworld belt yeah and a, a dress shirt and a hat and I turned that in on my expense report and it got kicked back so hard and the ladies all what is this why are you buying all this western wear well it's it's for this lead spread of this photo shoot and 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 she's all, why didn't you return it after you're done? And I'm all, well, that's kind of immoral to do that, right? And she goes, Hollywood does that all the time. You know, they buy wardrobe. I still wear it, dude. Yeah, but I'm all, oh, wait, wait, wait. You just got to see the picture. And you got to see the guy. And I sent her the picture of you that I shot. And she's all, oh, he's kind of a cute little cowboy. <laughs> and she let it go. It's always got to be cute with me because I'm fun size. It's like a mini Snickers. Yeah, it's like Halloween candy. Basically. Yeah. But you still wear some of that stuff? Yeah, I still have the boots. Um, the Wranglers. Those things were tight. Dude. Yeah, I don't know if I should walk out of the house like that. Like, they kind of gave you ball taco. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty compact in that area, so I'm gonna probably steer clear of that. The hat, the hat I think you took. I don't remember keeping the hat. Really? No, not, or maybe that was your hat. Might have been. Might have something, been I can't mm -hmm. remember, something with the hat, I don't remember. But yeah, the shirt, I think I ripped the sleeves off, but I still have that, yeah. nice pearl snap. Uh, but yeah, the boots are still get worn. I mean, pretty much any time I leave town. Nice, nice. That's good. Yeah, we've done a lot of fun stuff. Remember the uh, 
We went to the, uh, what do they call the, the fake horse? Oh, like a... Uh, you about the merry-go-round? Oh, you talking about the bucking bull? Yeah, we went to that, that Western Texas. bar to film. And yeah, I think we went because you had a t-shirt with his sleeves ripped off. Yeah, and then I had to go, we had to go buy a shirt from the no, place. No, they gave you a shirt. Oh, that's right. They gave yeah, me yeah. the, yeah, it was rockin', rockin' Rodeo or some, something like that. Yeah, I remember hooking the horns, the fake horns with my shins and being like. Oh, you got taken down. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't got it. No wonder I can't stay on a dirt bike. I couldn't stay on a horse for five seconds. Yeah, that was a little gnarly. Okay, so Tom, what is Tom up to now? Uh, so he's back in Texas, working, been training some kids, doing his deal back there. And I think he just got a job opportunity, like someone in the industry, but I'm not sure. I don't want to speak too quickly mm -hmm. on that and jinx him or whatever, but I think yeah. he'll have some exciting news here pretty soon. Yeah, so if he comes back and he's working in the industry, is that possibly in California? No, I don't mm -hmm. think necessarily. I think he would, yeah. uh, for sure, for sure he would. Um, but at, for this moment, I don't think necessarily, but I think you'd see him around at some more yeah. races. I was just thinking it'd be cool to have your brother close again. No, it would be awesome. I mean, that's the, the hardest part of me right now is like, you know, just not seeing my family as much as I'd like to. Yeah, right on. Well, hey, we're out of time. Thanks for coming on again, bud. Thank you, I'll, guys. Uh, I'll see you in a few weeks at, at your wedding. Is it going to yeah. be one of those like Hawaiian shirt weddings? No. Okay, so we dress normal? Yeah, I'd say, well, whatever you want to wear, dude. No one's going to get kicked out. Well, someone we'll might get see. kicked out, but we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming on. Congratulations on the new gig. Congrats on the new uh, relationship. <laughs> Good luck with that. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Be sure to uh, like and subscribe. And check out SwapMotorLive.com.